Welcome to Sports Sushi. Your chefs for tonight are Sports Plug Russ, serving up the spiciest sports takes of the week. Sterling Furrow, rolling the X's and O's into an analytical maki platter. And finally, the moderator who always keeps the sake flowing, DJ Slow Boogie. Now grab those chopsticks and get ready because your order of fresh and raw sports. What's good, everybody? You already know what time it is. Wednesday. You already know what that means. Sports sushi. Day. And it's sports sushi. Fried chicken. No. My fried chicken. I like Mexican food. <laughs> oh, oh you know what I mean? Pat Mahomes' wife is like, what's my favorite oh. cheat day meal? She was, fried oh, chicken. chicken. And he was like, no. no. <laughs> I like Mexican food. Racist <laughs> bitch. No, I'm joking. Oh, man. I thought we went over this. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, Miss Mahomes. What's good, everybody? All right. So, as you can see, you got the usual suspects here, plus Chris, man. You know, uh, shout out our guy, Chris, stepping from behind the mic and in front of the camera. For a few minutes. Yes, Still sir. Sterling gets here. You know, you know Sterling going to come in whenever he come in. But before we get started, let's go ahead and give a rundown of this show and what we got coming up for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, look. But before I even get into the rundown, I forgot Chris told me I got to go ahead and do some plugs. So Sports Sushi website is up. I got my article up back in the day. It's just a little throwback, you know, a little introduction, you know, until, you know, how I became, who I became and my interests and shit like that. But check it out. It's going to be a part two next week. Um, actually, when I was writing this shit, I unlocked a bunch of childhood memories and shit. I was like, damn. <laughs> so the shit was really just supposed to be like about my viewpoints and like you know and things i like but it really became like just but you should do you should instead of being written we shouldn't like make boogie sit by a fire and just film him and he goes gather around y'all gather around y'all and then let him just speak it out let him just speak it out we should do it in video format that would be live but Netflix has about 20 different versions of the yule log so all you need is a big tv behind (laughs) you do a little digital fireside so you know Facts. what? We, we might look around and <laughs> that shit's funny as hell. We need Uncle Boogie by the fire. So, uh, but P, uh, please be in tune uh, next week. I have the uh, continuation uh, of that. I know uh, Russ is going to have a Madden gameplay review, and I cannot wait for that. Um, yeah, I'm at Madden gameplay review. I'm gonna go a little bit into that. You know, what I'm saying how to gameplay from a gameplay review spectrum from a casual player that just likes to play the game, whether it's fun or not. Um, you're not a casual player. Get up and hey, get up in CPG, which is a segue. You'll find out how casual you are. So right. uh, no, <laughs> uh, shout out to CPG. I, I like it so far. I mean, I've only got about an hour in. I do too. Yeah, like the the superstar mode. I was hearing good things about. Yeah. No, it's, it's the gameplay so far is good until they break it. Real quick before we continue, CPG League's coming soon. You already know, DM me about that. You got the fantasy. The Sports Sushi Fantasy Football League is coming. We only have about four slots available, Available, I believe. We're gonna, I'm going to talk to Chris. We're going to talk to Big. We're going to see how I'm going to fill the other slots. If you are a vivid, uh, I mean, avid vis- viewer, listener, like the watcher, of, if you like the sushi, pause, because I think there's a pause somewhere in there. If you like the sushi, then you do have a spot. All you got to do is claim it. That is a shout out to my guy, our guys Rodney, our guy Shotgun, our guys uh, Chris, our guys um, uh, Florida Dale, our guys uh, Ghost, you know what I'm saying? The guys uh, Thomas, uh, Young 28, 
You know what I'm saying? You guys that watch uh, Joe out, out there rooting for the Pittsburgh Steelers like a dumbass, but we love you anyways. Uh, y'all out there, those of y'all that want to play, I think we're looking at what we say, Chris, looking about a uh, $50 entry fee, 25, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. Uh, you know the numbers. I think, think 50 is a, a good year one number. This, this, this is a serious, 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 you know, thing in this fantasy football. And, oh, yes, if we do not fill one spot, I will detonate the bomb and I will call Chase Dollars. But, Y'all don't want them problems. Y'all don't want them problems. Y'all do not want them problems. Right, uh, so oh, yes. And lastly, my bad. And lastly, hey, you know, football season's coming up. We're doing it. And lastly, I'm doing my own daily fantasy league. It's not filled yet. Literally, it's only two guys, me and my boy Chris, that are making it. It'll be Big 30's big-ass fantasy, uh, daily fantasy, and we're going to do this. Uh, it's going to be entry fee. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get, yeah, get, yeah, those, a, get, get those folks to sign up through the Sports Sushi promo code. Yes, and sushi. So whatever whatever daily fantasy that they're on, if they if they sign up for betstamp.app/sushi through there, they get promo codes for betstamp and we get promo codes for them. Like they can start sign up for any of the daily fantasies, any of the books on there. Do that what he said yeah. and also fucking DM me and find me and we're going to make it happen. We're going to have to get ourselves a sports sushi's cash app or something so these people can send us the bread, we can send it out. As you guys do know, don't hit me with none of that janky shit. You know about the March Madness. We do pay out. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Ain't no bullshit. And in a week from now, whew, a lot, there will be a, uh, actually, a double elimination tournament, a uh, Madden tournament that will be cross-play. You might see Chris. You might see Boogie. You might see your mama. You might see your uncle. You I mean, might see anybody you know. You're they, gonna have uh, to get towards the finals. You want to see me though, unless you're gonna be oh to my victims. shit, oh shit. But uh, it will be a twenty-five dollar entry fee. The maximum prize will be depends on how many people enter. All right, do the math, people. We'll be second place and a third place, and of course, the winners and uh, placers will get some sports plug merch, some sports sushi merch. We're we gonna work on that, guys. And uh, all around, you know, saying we might even get you a trophy out there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's Madden season. It's football season. It is time for foul. All right, fancy football, season is already, <laughs> fancy football season is already uh, upon us, so please be in tune for Sports Sushi Fantasy Football League. It's going to be hosted through Bet Stamp. Uh, is it? It's going to be through Bet Stamp, right? Uh, Daily that? Fantasy, Daily Fantasy, and all of that. Uh, you get you get promo codes and uh, money back uh, discount promos, and that if you sign up for the Daily Fantasy sites through Bet Stamp. All right. I will yeah. talk to you guys about how to set up a daily fantasy through them, and we're going to get it going. But it will happen, and you know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody's invited, but I only have 12 spots because it's weird to go above 12 fantasy football. We, we might have to write an article on the Sports Sushi website about Betstamp and how to sign up with Betstamp and then get right. the books. <laughs> yeah, we do. Now we do. Yeah. We do need to we need to write that up. Remember, guys, we've said it before. We'll say it again. Use the code sushi at Betstamp. Get your lines right. And I ain't talking about cocaine. But you can still get high off that money you make from them good lines. Mm. All right. So a quick one <laughs> of the show that we got for you today. Like always, we got this day in sports, followed by we're gonna go ahead and take a little trip up into the NBA. Philadelphia, get your fat suits ready because we're going to talk about, as hell. Talk about, about James Harden. I'm and, so uh, happy about this. And these uh, 76ers and uh, who's right and who's in the wrong and things like that. Uh, also, we're going to go ahead and have our usual bet stamp segment. I think, you know, we got a couple of dubs that uh, from last week. Then we're bringing back Sterling's power rankings. One of my favorite segments. Hopefully my team yes. can crack it at some point this season. 
please. Hey, God. speaking no. of motherfucking man. Hey, speaking hey, of hey, hip hop, he, he, he popping this bitch like candy, man. He is sterling, sterling, sterling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm in the middle of the rundown. I just told him I said sterling. Pop- yes, I'm, hey, I'm sorry. Back. I gotta say, I'm so glad oh. that sterling you popped in. I'm sorry, but I'm so sorry. But I gotta say, sterling, I'm so happy you popped in before we got to this James Harden oh, yeah, segment because me and you are about to have a fucking blast. <laughs> got, oh my I god. I got some questions for this shit. Oh, let's get it popping. Okay, so then we got, uh, you know, preseason uh, one, week one takeaways from the NFL, new faces in the AFC. If you haven't heard, Zeke and Cook are in the AFC East. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean for the division? Then we have our either or, my personal favorite. Then we have the segment to close us out and take us home. Well, it was pretty much a continuation of last week. Does the most important position deserve to get paid or the most popular position deserves to get the bag? So, we're going to dive into that in a little bit, but first, you already know it's the weekend rundown. I'm a weekend run recap. Now, I'm going to say this real quick and real brief. Um, we are getting closer to a celebrity death match in real life. So, Elon Musk. And- <laughs> yes. <laughs> and-, and Zuck have made it official. They're going to fight in the Coliseum in yes. Italy. So yes. I- look. Yes. I hope someone gouges someone else's eye. I mean, this is so good because I really don't care what happens to either of them. I, like, you have so much money, they'll be able to fix it. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so, yeah. Fight you know? Hey, hey, I'm trying to see some Django. Ah, which is, ah, ah. Like, yeah, I'm trying to see the arm bar. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I need I to see, like, some sort of permanent damage done yeah. to both of them. Like someone got to break something. Yeah, break something. Finger. Yeah, it and not no pinky. Be, yeah, no. Yeah, it needs to be brutal. I want to see tons of blood. Yes, yeah. yeah, like yes. taking out all your frustration about yes. life on yes. these two guys that have done the I, American dream and enterprise, right? And it's like yeah. I need to see y'all fuck each other. Up Team so Tom, bad. I hope Tom comes in that bitch like the Undertaker as a third person, like, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. the, like, like, what was that shit called? The three way one, nigga. Uh, coming that bitch and just ah, I, hey, you think they'll let us come in there and throw like weapons in the cave, bro? They they, that would be live. They should they they need to. We shouldn't even start that. They're gonna find some poor people that they'll let us do that too, and we'll probably still do it. <laughs> we care more about people. We care. We care more about people. dogs than we care about humans. For sure, that's, that's dogs true. are better we, than we humans. We don't. So. We don't want to see dogs fight, but y'all need to slap each other on TV. <laughs> so y'all can fight in the phone booth. Boogie, thank God. Thank you for sending me those. Keep sending me those. The fights in the phone booth are lit. I right, fuck all this other shit. These niggas fighting in the phone booth is lit, bro. Them niggas, they be like this. <laughs> Ding, ding. Uh, you can't even rear back to get your jab right, except you can, like, angle yourself and get one of these off. And when the first person that does, that whole Z time. Yeah. Okay. When you sleep, <laughs> you just crumble into the corner. Yeah, but you don't really fall booth. back because it's a phone booth, so you just. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I don't play that. boxing, kids. Don't play boxing right. and fighting, kids. That shit is not a game. I you need, you a, I need a cameo by out. Donald Trump. I need Donald Trump to come that shit. Boy. Boy. Right? Boy. All right. So I know everybody hates Donald, but what if Donald knocked a nigga out? And That's what I'm boxes? saying. You wouldn't like, hear the end of it. That nigga would be like, and not only did I get the presidency, but I knocked the motherfucker out in the booth. You saw what I did to Elon. <laughs> yeah, you saw you saw, it. you saw it. They're lying. I have these hands. <laughs> I have the best in the world. 
no one, no one has a better punch than me. He called my, my skin in here orange. I made his I face red. Paint, <laughs> the, the best Melania, tie my shoes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> big T, shout out to my big bees. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Little Wayne oh, told shit. me to come. I know it's not. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Little Weezy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Dog. But look, man, you got to go ahead. Look, we're going to go ahead. We're going to keep you guys posted because, hey, we are very invested in this uh, this event here. So Buffoonery and fuckery. Just Bro. know we about that dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, we hey, that we, just let people know we about that dumb shit. For real. Hey, if you don't have the capacity for some ignorant-ass nigga shit, then, hey, don't come down <laughs> this road, nigga. <laughs> for real. Don't, don't turn, left on, turn left on green, nigga. Do yeah. not turn right. Because you turn right, nigga, we here. That's like one of the favorite parts of the week because like your week your week is filled with like all kinds of serious stuff and business. I call it bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit, right? And I come on here act a fucking fool and I love it. I have I have a very serious like here's how I view things. The eight hours that you work, I'm a completely different motherfucker when I'm at work. You know what I'm saying? That's the time for you to be serious. Would you clock out? Stop that shit! <laughs> Enjoy your life. <laughs> Come get this life, more life. What they say on that joint? I'm tired. Yeah, so we coming here, man. We gonna be that way. All right, man. So laugh, nigga. It's okay. Let's kick it off real quick and let's get into this day in sports. Russ, what you got for us, dog? Oh yes, you already know. On this day in sports in the year 2008, Jamaican sprinter Usain Bolt sets the new world record of 9.69 and uh, to win his coveted 100 uh, meter gold medal in the Beijing 2008 Olympics. Y'all know that's the baddest man on two feet until we find another one better. But that's about it. I don't know if y'all got anything else to add, but that happened on this day in sports. All right. So let's go ahead and kick it off to the next segment. So we're going to the uh, NBA. Uh, yeah. I, I know my boys are ready for that this. Was, that was the sound of a bus about to hit this nigga. Yeah. We're going ahead. All right. So, <laughs> so James Harden uh, took to a camp in uh, China a couple of days hey, can ago. We, I'm sorry. So, we got we got we got we got to call him Q. I'm not calling him Jimmy James uh, Q. Q. Quitter, nigga. What you oh mean? My God. <laughs> oh, I got oh the first God. one. I got. The, I know it was just a. It was just a fifteen. Yeah, fifteen footer, but it connected. It connected. Oh, that's two points. Come on, let's go ahead. Go right, ahead, Boogie. Right, my bad. Right, so James Harden um, went in front of a camera and, and uh, a crowd in his um, at a Adidas camp in China. And basically said that Daryl Moore is a liar and I would never play for his organization. Not basically. That's a quote. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's, that's the exact quote. <laughs> that is exactly that's what he quote. said. Yeah. So uh, when I first heard it, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I thought, you know, how he was approaching. I thought he was like, Daryl Moore is a bitch. And I thought that that was going to follow. And I was like, you know, because the buildup was kind of the same. But my question is this. Okay, so the whole context behind this um, fallout is he didn't get um, his trade request, which stemmed from a promise that he that he got from Daryl Morey about a max contract after he took uh what uh less money. <laughs> no, it's all right. So I forgot, he, my, I forgot yeah. my camera was on. Yeah. After he took less <laughs> money, so my question to y'all is: this. Who's in the right and who's in the wrong here? Can I can I say something? I, 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 Charlie, you can go further. I just, I mean, I'm just going to say. Before I give my answer, I want people to understand there's that famous phrase that two things can be right at once. Mm-hmm. Two things can also be 
wrong at once. Okay. So, Sterling, if you'd you like know. to go first, you can, because I want to hear what you've had to say, because I know y'all niggas, I'm just going to pop some jokes and say some shit serious. Y'all Look, pay attention. It's, dance it's, anyways. it's one of them situations where, you know, you look at it and it's like, James Harden's being a little bitch. I mean, he is, <laughs> man. This nigga's being a bitch. Look, li- listen, Daryl Morey has gave this nigga a meal ticket his entire fucking career. Yes, he has. I mean, let's be honest. Like, like you look at you look at NBA stars, legends like Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, people who who have gone to the ultimate sacrifice of putting their bodies on the line, and then you see this motherfucker James Harden at goddamn shotguns in Houston fucking around. You you see what I'm saying? Like this nigga, he doesn't care. Like he does in the playoffs. What does he do in the playoffs? This nigga does nothing in the playoffs. He'll give you a 30 (laughs) point game in a series. But outside of that, the nigga does nothing. And he's always complaining and bitching about something (laughs) like, man, fuck you, nigga. Like, listen, this is why. This is why white folks don't be want to play black folks. They, they don't be want to play us. So this oh whole God. shit about hold on, this whole shit about no, James no, Harden taking keep less, going, taking less money, okay, and he uh-huh. got in shape, nigga. It's because you ain't never been in NBA shape, bro. You it takes you thirty games throughout the season to get in playing shape. Like he doesn't take it seriously. So if I'm Daryl Morey, why am I putting my neck out for a nigga that doesn't even care? So you can go talk to the Chinese all you want. Talk to the motherfucking Chinese over there because they could, they probably don't understand what the fuck you're saying anyway. So you can call me out my name all motherfucking day. They going to clap me the way. That nigga Sterling said. Listen. He could have went out there and said, Baba Laba Doo Baba Dab Damn Doo. And them niggas would have been like, Jay Harden. Exactly. They just want you to come play in Jinping and score 50 points a game. Dwight hey, Howard, you know, of which, like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, or, or, of nigga, stand on your shit and say that shit like eight years ago if you were hey, so mad about Daryl Moore. So I'm, I'm done with Harden. See, seeing that you said that about China, a homeboy hit me up and said, hear me out. A nigga might need to go to Abu Dhabi. Hey, them Saudi Arabians or whatever. They, they won't pay him. Please. You don't work? nigga <laughs> 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 said you don't work. <laughs> You go you, 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 no pay, no pay, no pay. <laughs> Yo, look, man. Bring me Benny Jennings and give it to me. I give, I give it Buffet seven virgins. You get none. This is the point that I wanted to bring up. Okay, so Christian Ross said that uh, Daryl Morey had beef with China, and I wanted to ask you guys: Do you think that that was a little bit of added motivation? No, that Harden said this in front of the China crowd. You know, can He's I say really it might have been, it might have been, but fuck, fuck Q. I mean, fuck QH. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm calling him Q. Niggas a quitter, nigga. And, and, and on top of that, no, nah, bro, no. Okay, so I'll rail in on him first, and then I'll go because it's two, both sides are wrong because both of his ass cheeks need to stop acting like they, they like the kings of the NBA. So for real, <laughs> like James Harden, nigga, it's documented, bro. You don't, you don't do anything, and you, for you to call Daryl Moore a liar, nigga, you a liar. Where are my playoff wins? Where are my series wins? Where are my titles? Can I get an Eastern Conference one? Please, you lied to Daryl Morey. You lied to Joel Embiid. You lied to, you lied to uh, Lil Maxie. Mm. You lied to Doc Rivers. Mm. You, you did lie to Doc Rivers. You know what I'm saying? Shit, if you played for Boston, you lied to Deuce. But, um, but nah, I just, <laughs> nah, James, sorry, you untrustworthy motherfucking nigga. You, hey, bro, I've never seen. A dude that takes his money, gets paid, and then be like, nah, I'm good, I'm out. He's a walking SpongeBob meme. Like, and then, and then look, but no, and then he has the audacity to look at everybody else like, why are you mad at me? 
And then you're like, nigga, game, nigga. <laughs> I swear to God. And then, and then Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey, you have been from Houston, and you have gone to the 76ers, which, by the way, all this is fucking lovely, because Philly, you know how I feel about you. Yeah, hey, you know, hey, you know how I feel about you. So if there's any city that this should fucking happen to, it's Philadelphia. It's Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, USA. Y'all niggas burn. I hope this shit burn like a good STD, nigga. Um, but nah, um, now, Daryl Moore, you ain't done shit. I think, I don't even think he's been to a conference finals. Wait, yes, he's been to a conference finals, and they lost. Because yeah. James Harden missed the most, missed the most shots, <laughs> the most shots of anybody that could ever miss the shots. He let a forty-five-year-old nigga block his shot when it was game time. But as far as I'm concerned, both you niggas, some guys, losers that pay the bills. Because I know they're gonna come out and say, "Well, we got money." Yeah, y'all some y'all some losers that can pay the bills. What's worse than a loser? A loser that can pay the bills. Why? Because you can never tell them nothing. Because you don't think you're wrong. And that's what we're dealing with, too, here. Two loser-ass motherfuckers that, that just pay the bills, man. I I, I I have nothing else. I don't know. I, I think this is fucking comedy. And if any team, if any team reaches their hands out and says, James Harden, we want you, my God. <laughs> why? Why, why, why? It's Seriously. like trying to marry Kim at this point. Nigga, what you doing? You know. <laughs> you know the pitfalls, Ooh, that's man. That's good. He going to put on a fat suit. Yep. He gonna prance around. He gonna dance his ass to Kawhi and them. Cause guess what? That's a team that just got money. They don't even give a fuck if you want to lose. PG thirteen. Well, look you, at you it. Have it. Kawhi, you ain't even got to play, nigga. Kawhi, Kawhi ain't even got to play, nigga. He, look, <laughs> he's trying to go to a vacation team. Yeah, these niggas low balance and don't fucking care. Yeah, the Clippers there's no expectations. Oh, and fuck. he's in LA. He's in LA, so he gonna party. Exactly. He party. He gonna live it up. There's one thing James Harden gonna do. He got the MVP for life. I'll tell you that. That nigga lives it the fuck up. Nigga. I, I, can't, God damn. I, I, I can't with Harden, man. <laughs> it, it, it's at a point, it's it's beyond ridiculous. Like when I saw this, I'm like, I couldn't wait to get on here and speak my mind about Bro. James Harden. Cause I, we we tired of him. We we tired well, this of the weakest him. shit. This is the weakest shit ever. You want to talk about team jumping. Nigga, you ain't Bron. Stay your ass where you at. <laughs> like, stop it. You keep jumping yeah. around like he keep jumping around like it's somebody else. Nigga, it's you. <laughs> yeah, right. You the problem. Q, nigga. Q, it's you, James, Jimmy, whatever you call him. Hey, it's you. It'd it be you one are thing. The problem. And then if Steph up. Curry then, came out. Up. Oh, go ahead. And, and then Joel and B. Didn't your mama and daddy or anybody that raised you ever teach you about following the right and wrong crowd? That is not a nigga you attach yourself to. Like, James Harden is not the nigga that you attach yourself. And I fucks with Kyrie Hushman, but I love Kyrie. Kyrie from a distance. I'm going to take, take shots at the owner, but shit, I'm chilling in Dallas, living it up. <laughs> Lucas Kinney from afar. Notice. Man. KD, don't be fucking with Harden on the court. Kyrie, don't be fucking with Harden on the court. I bet you secretly Russell Westbrook was like, we don't need that nigga. <laughs> like, like we don't need that nigga. Like, no, no, oh no, no. And they said, then they said, there ain't no strip clubs in Portland. So, damn, sorry, buddy, that one's not happening. You ain't getting to Philly that way. You don't want to go to Philly. Look what happens. To Philly. Oh yeah, everything burns and, down in Philly. Yeah, and you know, it's like you got Joel and B looking like one of them uh, dark skinned niggas on the air up there. Jimmy Dolan, shake and big face ass dude. Like, I listen, man. Like these dudes, it's it's, it's clear to me. Like, you you look at the Nuggets, and I'm not trying to be be that guy, but like, man, there are superstars out there. Like to win a championship, that shit is hard. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like you you can't be out here puffing your chest out, acting like you the best thing ever. Like what I was saying was like if Steph Curry came out and was like, yo, I got a problem. Steve Kerr is the problem right now. Like you believe it because it's Steph and he don't say yeah. shit. If, if LeBron comes up. out and says, I got a problem, the NBA is going to take notice, right? But James Harden's like the boy who cried wolf, nigga. Nobody cares. Nobody you cares. got paid. You fat and happy. You yes. doing anything. Shut up. That's the thing about it with me is like, nigga, they still pay you. <laughs> like, what? Like, I, I was like, what? Like, what is it? Like, you, like now, now you get, now you got to choose where you want to live. First, it was, I want to play for a winner. Now it's, no, wait, first it was, I want to get my own team, which he got traded, got his own team. Then it's, oh, I need to play for a winner. We need, I need, oh no, I need the players I want. Mm. Daryl Morey, go get me Dwight Howard. Got him, lost. Lost a 3-1 lead. Daryl Morey, go get me, who was next in line? Chris Paul, got him, lost. Daryl Morey, <laughs> go get, Daryl Morey, go get me this. And I believe they got another, ask a Houston Rockets fan. Whatever hard one, they, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. This shit make me sick because I'm allergic to bullshit. Put it all out, brother. This man, this man had it set up in Houston where they didn't show film of him doing bad plays. Nigga, nigga, boy. The fuck you just said? They used to not be able to show film of him making bad plays. The nigga's mental. The nigga's mental is cotton candy, bro. You drip some water on it. That shit, it's gone, nigga. That's why he fading the playoffs like he do. He looked yeah. like Dak when he throw interceptions. But hey, he gonna buy he gonna look, buy look. Joel Embiid a Rolex, and he gonna hang out with <laughs> little baby all day. Hey, you know what? And that that is cool. That's you work this hard so that off the court you can live the life that no one else can live, and that's cool. <laughs> But on this, but on this court, we can move nah, on. We can move nah, on. No, we, yeah, we can move on. on this, on this ninety-four feet, be nah, y'all, because it's been a long time coming. Because a lot of Jimmy Q Harden fans was yelling at us. Not him; he was truthful. But a lot of Jimmy Harden fans yelled, screamed. There was some people out there saying he was good as Steph Curry. Nah, how could you He's be not? Good? That nigga's a cowardly lion. When that nigga needed heart. Now, yeah. offensively, the, he's one, dope. Which one, he's dope offensively. Man, heart. The, oh, the Tin Man. Yeah, he's the Tin Man. He ain't got no heart. As as my homie, as my homie Chris used to say, we'd be in the wreck. He said, "Shoot it, sh- fire your pistol. Shoot it if you got big nuts." James Harden would do like this. Pass that home, fuck you, man. Like, like no, nah, hey, hey, W E E E E A K, nigga, weak, nigga, weak, hey. This is the weakest move by a superstar I have ever seen in the history of the motherfucking NBA. Repetitive moves. Go out and put that fat suit on, boy, and get your ass on where you want to go. Because we know we're gonna you're gonna get shit where you want to go. But that's not gonna change the fact that even though you're one of the most talented players that we have ever seen in the history of the NBA, For sure. you've got that kitty cat in your drawers when it comes time wow. to punch. <laughs> wow. And we done. All right. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Right, Factual man. statement, Sherrard. He said he's a C-Web of our time. He said, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Because when it came time to punch the clock and put that work in, C-Web said, I got to go home for the day. C-Web, C-Web, we need you right now. Shaq on the court. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see him. Uh, he right, my, he right my, there. He, and I love on. C-Web. He's a Michigan guy. 
he he that nigga that when you when you remember when you was kids and you used to go play football from neighborhood to neighborhood and y'all know like everybody had in a certain neighborhood you was like hey we're going to play some niggas today like niggas hitting out there and the nigga oh my mom called me uh, yeah. hard to know my mom called I gotta go do chores you ready to go do chores and go play football in the streets yeah oh where are we going oh <laughs> yeah no my mom called me I'm I'm going we can play Madden club. later yeah <laughs> <laughs> see you later guys. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, uh, says the nigga called the time. Oh, uh, you talk about C Web, boy. I <laughs> cried. Oh, man. I Actually, cried. We could, we need to go back in some of the worst decisions ever made. That might be. Oh, we bad. have to do that sometime. Oh, but oh, I yes. just have to say, you know, C Web birth J.R. Smith. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> that is J.R. Smith. That's C Web's son. Cause them niggas be doing some stupid shit on the court, bro. <laughs> but Jr. got that ring. Jr. said, yeah. but. I got that right. Sure. And the following, in the following year, I did the dumbest thing ever to LeBron James. But we'll talk about that. Another <laughs> yeah, we're going to get in that. That's enough killing James Harden. Um, I guess with all – you're still a good basketball player. Just For sure. Great. He's a great basketball player. Yeah. But I, he I has just a got talent. That's like, well, that's my he, Will Ferrell with all due respect because we just we just ran over and backed up, ran over that nigga again, yeah. called the goons. They came and kicked him while he was on the ground. Someone spit on him. Might have been me. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so, like, hey, if you mad about it, shit, pick another player. If you're not yeah. James Harden and mad about it, that nigga ain't Listen, buying you presents. He, he's, he has he the ability to be, a, to be an all-time great. It, it's frustrating for us as fans to see him underachieve because he just Very. can't beat his own demons, I guess. Like, he cannot stay out of the club. Man, he cannot take he his nutrition demons. seriously. I don't know. I'm going to say it's a demon just to give him benefit you know of the doubt on that. No, you know what it is? You know what it is? Lack I mean, of discipline. That's really no, what it not, is. It's none of that. It's none Shit. of that. He's got the he's got the biggest thing that holds every single athlete back that gets held back. He's afraid to fail for real. Fail. He's afraid yeah. to really mm-hmm. fail. Like James Harden is afraid to give it all he got, one hundred and twenty percent, and come up short. That may he's be true. Afraid. He no no that, that's exactly what it is. All this that he continuously does. That's it's exactly. Great. That's 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 exact. He's afraid all the shit he's done and how cold he is. He's afraid that if I do get in tip top shape, if I do give it everything I fucking have, if I give it all, if I go and have a seven game series, what if I end up like Joel Embiid and a nigga hits a shot, ding ding dunk, and I lose? It'll crush him. And he's but like he doesn't realize that shit. You got to go for it regardless because we're gonna respect you if you lose in that manner. For sure. You know but that but that's his issue. My, 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 in my okay, opinion. So, go ahead, Boogie. Okay, so I'm gonna say this before we gotta. Uh move to the next Wishman Cross. So he was like, he's basically a, a combination of the, the lion and the tin man because he has no heart and he has mm. no courage. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's basically what I got from this Wishman Cross. He's stuck so, in Oz. All right, so. He's stuck in Oz. Let's go ahead and uh, move on to our bet stat uh, segment. So Chris, go ahead and fire up that beautiful bean footage or come in. Yeah, there you go. There we go. There it is. Man, like we were all one money. Did, did we go 3-0? We went 3-0? Yes, yes, gentlemen. Uh, you guys went 3-0 and in our first actual week of football, and it's still preseason. So uh, let's Was uh, that Did it. I pick Houston? Did uh, I pick the, Houston? The, the, the picks were New Orleans, Buffalo, and Houston. So I, I believe Buffalo was Sterling. Shout out. I oh, believe yeah. New Orleans everybody was picked, Boogie. Everybody, shout everybody out. And teams. I believe, what I tell y'all, H-Town, and y'all won 20 to 9. Buckle me on these football picks. This is only preseason, this one. All right, my bad. Go ahead. Let's get it, best step. So, uh, so I mean, 
You guys went three and zero this week. Uh, uh, overall, trying to just force picks to get us to the football season. You guys went twenty six and fifteen. Uh, so that's a pretty good, pretty good off season, I'd say. I'm um, expecting that to go that that ratio to go up much higher now that we've got well, football picks to go make. up. So who wants to go first this week? Bring up the games, and I'm down for it. Uh, let me see if I got it. Go ahead, Russ. You can go first. I will, but it never loads up for me. That's the only reason I don't go first because it never loads up to me on my computer like I want it to. All right, uh, Thursday's Cleveland Philly. What do we Friday got? is the Giants, Carolina, and Atlanta, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And then the meat of the games are Saturday. Uh, let's go. Ooh, go back to Friday. We are going to go with the Giants minus three. All right. Oh, no, 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 no. My bad, my bad. No, no, no. Give me the over. You want the 39? over? Yeah. No, Giants minus three. No, no, the Giants minus three. The Giants minus three. Giants minus three. Giants minus three. Giants, my bad. No, 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 no. Giants minus three. I like over under, but Giants minus three. They're going to hit that. Because the Panthers look like, like dog water. Dog water. Yeah, I'm about to say dog water. Just doo doo, watery, boo boo, dookie. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like every single book is the exact same. Couple at three and a half. But the, uh, I, I'm, the, I'm good with the Giants at three. I, I'm good with the Giants at uh, minus three. I want to make I'm sure that they see I'm reaching three. out. Shout out to the real baby king. Move back to Dallas. If you know, you know. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs because they're playing the Cardinals and, and the Cardinals are bad. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> them niggas bad. Man, they, they bad. And Kyler, Kyler, you can't be, you can't be out there. The spread on the board is minus seven. Give me that. Give me that. <laughs> They are boo boo. Dumpster juice is what we call it. Hey, but you know what a, a really safe bet is? Picking the uh the Ravens on the money line in preseason. These they don't want 26 straight, man, in preseason. Oh wow. Yeah, you're trying to win preseason. Right, yeah, uh, they 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 be winning that preseason ooh. Super Bowl, dog. <laughs> Boogie, who are you looking at? I'm gonna go with uh the Jaguars and the Lions. I'm um you know what, man? I'm gonna go. Uh, what they say? The uh, Jacksonville is a uh, favorite. Jacksonville's minus three. Give me you get Detroit. Detroit for plus three and a half. Give me Detroit. I like this. Give me Detroit. Give me Detroit. He's back in the blue. <laughs> so this is uh, this is a good example of where bet stamp pays off here because most of the big books all have Detroit at three, which a field goal is a tie uh, or a, a loss in that situation. Right. Um, but the the one book that's got it at three and a half gives you a win if uh, if it's a three point game. Mm-hmm. So bet stamp's great for uh, point shopping. I'm gonna put the little thing on screen. Betstamp.app. Sign up there. the The thing that we uh, we I, I think we're not communicating a, as well is all of these books are connected to your actual book. So uh, um, like whatever your your sports accounts are, you connect them into. Bet stamps and it checks them all and point shops and correlates all the information in there. Plus, it gives you deep dive analytics yes. and research on trends, um, betting betting records of the teams, history, all of that type of stuff within there. And as many betting sites that you're signed up with, you can bring into the the, the stream, yep. or you can see all the ones that are out there and then click through there and sign up through Betstamp. And doing so, you get all sorts of discounts and promo codes on your first deposits with any of these sports books and also the daily fantasy sites. So betstamp.app slash sushi. 
uh, for all your gambling needs. And now Russ is going to tell you not to be a degenerate. You know, and Chris, I am going to tell him. I was going to tell him, yeah, guys, use this. All jokes aside, when I say get your lines right, this is what what Chris just said is what I'm talking about. So if you need fucking ghost dog, no, we all over. If you need if you need help betting, or if you're just getting started betting, or you want to know what the fuck this shit is about, or you want to hone in, this is how you do it. Bet stamp code sushi mm. from you guys at sports sushi remember if you have a gambling problem please 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 don't ignore it get that handle that's 1-800 gambler 1-800 gambler guys what's the number 1-800 gambler all right so i want you to call that if you have any type of problems remember, get... <laughs> see see chris see chris someone out there is gonna no, call that's just stuck in my head <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 it be that as it may do not fuck up your life trying to gamble. Gambling is something to be fun. If you do not have disposable income, do not do it. Again, that is 1-800-GAMBLER. We wish you the best. Flex. Fit. All right, gentlemen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set you guys up for a, a transition into NFL football with a topic that's not on our agenda here, but I am curious to your thoughts. So I'm going to ask the question and then uh, duck out. All right. Oh, look at you. You shooting and running. Yeah. Yeah. This, 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 could, this could be a grenade. This could be a grenade, but I'm going to pull up and throw it out there. Yeah. What do you guys think of the Michael O'Horse situation? Oh. Oh. Yes. Hey, yes. yo, y'all know what I think. Them white people try to hold that man. I'm sorry, Chris. I love you. But damn it, they did. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, y'all, all y'all know in sports, we used to grow up back in the day. It was Michael O'Horse was there. He can't make it to practice. We're going to find a way to get here and defend the white folks no 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 chris i fully chris i fully believe that you would not try to try to make a young man sign a contract that says you're gonna make all the money off his name if you're gonna get him to do that but if you would hey man yeah <laughs> like, okay, so that's bad business maybe i don't know all the details but here here here's what i've seen from what i've read into it that um, they did this conservatorship because it was the only way that he would be eligible to play for the school, therefore getting the opportunity that brought him to the NFL. And um, as far as any money that was made with the movie, the the family split it up amongst everybody, including Michael O'Hor, equally. And when the, con- the the conservatorship was signed and done in court, they brought her, uh, they brought his mom in, explained to her everything, and had her sign off on 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 the whole thing. So it, it looks to me like he blew through his NFL money, and now he's just doing a shameless cash grab. I think See, that's and the that's where that I, they're painting. Yeah, and that's where I think it's bullshit. First of all, I think you got to consider. First of all, in the movie, they made the nigga look dumb. Yeah. Like he he looked like a that's, slave baby well, coming I mean, in, and they so can't read. Hold on, Chris. Hold on. Hold on, because you know Hollywood. that's what they do. Hold on. I don't care. They signed off on this shit. They made him look like a fucking dumbass. Okay. Second well, of all, he had to sign listen, off on it himself. He was already in the NFL at that time, so he had representation. But again, he's a young, he is a young black kid. First of all, he had no business signing conservatorship at all. Nice. He had no nice. business doing that. You, you would have when you look at it. That's, that's huh? a system. Yeah, he would have. Oh, another Chris, school, Chris, another school, Chris, Chris, another school. Chris, 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 Ch
first of all, another school, you want to take a six, seven nigga, slave <laughs> looking nigga, he gonna play somewhere. He gonna, he gonna play, play somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Play, ain't gonna break. Listen, listen, listen. He could have played the University of Memphis where they don't care about yeah. academics. Anywhere he, he played the University the of Tennessee. To make it to the NFL, they were gonna have to dance. He was going to make it to the NFL Hold on, let me finish this. Let me, because you asked a question. Hold on, you you asked a question. Let me finish it. So he was gonna play wherever, right? The problem is that the Tuies were their their Ole Miss alumni, and they wanted him to play there. That that's yeah, and, and, the, and the boosters they all wanted him to play there. So they were gonna do whatever they could. Like like you're you're talking to a kid, regardless if some of the stuff was fabricated about his upbringing, he still was homeless. That 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 part is true. He still was from a broken home. So the kid is out there for survival. So anytime. Yeah. I think in a lot of situations like that, a kid like that is so impressionable. They don't know, hey, this is what you should do. I, and, I, and I speak because I was that kid. I was that kid because, look, my, my, I came up from a broken home, I, house to house to house. And I remember I was in Christian school, man, and they told me there was a school that recruited me to play ball in high school. And they said, and one of my friends was like, yo, hey, man, uh, and someone's like, yo, why don't you come live with us? You know, we're going to get you a car. Um, you know, you can live with us, man. My mom and dad, they're real cool and, you know, whatever. And then the school that I got, that I got saved in, they were like, nah, you can't do that because, you know, you, we got you here. And I felt bad and it kept me from reaching my fullest potential to an extent. So you look at situations like that. What, what is it? What is it? I mean, that's, that's, I feel like that's a completely different situation. It's not, it's not because here's the deal. What is it that you guys think they did that, that took advantage of him rather than giving him an opportunity he wouldn't have otherwise had? Chris, he Chris. would. What, what makes us think that if he wouldn't you, have the opportunity? Have, look, if, 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 let's just be honest. Let, let's Who else was giving it to world. him at that point? Hold on, hold on, and hold on, and wouldn't have had to play the same uh, games to do so. Let me let me just pop in and drop drop this little nugget real quick. Uh, so Michael Orr said himself that before he even moved in with them, he was already all American. So, thank you. Now here's here's what I'll say. I'll say this real quick. One, and this is just real world type, real people type shit. Look, why would they take him in? Because he was a fucking check. Like you said, he was six foot seven. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not, I'm not that he's, nice. No, 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 I'm saying he's a check. He's gonna, they're, they're gonna take him in regardless. So, like, the whole, well, like. also boosters, and it was good for the program. And, and like, yeah, so, listen, to what, listen to what Sterling said, though. So, you see a guy who's homeless, who needs a spot to stay, who's got all this talent, he's gonna go. Now, I'll ask you this, though. I'll ask you this. Even if he did, even if he did blow through all of his fucking money, if he blew through every fucking cent, if he would have called that family and said, I'm on my ass and out of money, why the fuck would they say no? They probably wouldn't have. And I don't no, know. No, 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 but, but no, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think that is bullshit. You guys did see that, he, that, that he texted them ass, and blackmailed them for money before he yeah. came out with the story, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, and that's fine. But again, like they they took advantage of a, a, a they if, took advantage he, of him. I wish somebody was... listen, listen. As a white dude with privilege, I wish to God somebody took advantage of me, put me up in a fucking mansion, wanted for nothing for the four years that I played college, and did you everything don't. I needed to not worry about, so I could. All you don't, make it you, to the yeah, Chris. Here's yeah, Chris. Guess I what? do. Let me trust let me, me. I do. No, no, no. You don't because you don't know about the intricacies of the other shit. Like what was it was like them nights when he was homeless? What it was like when them nights? Everybody you thinks think those about were better the shit. nights in the mansion. And no, no. Listen, though, everybody thinks about the after. Like I always say this to the young cats that I speak to when I'm at my Rexon or whatever, and they ask me questions and we talk. I say, 
everybody thinks about life like a movie, like the fucking fade to black and then everything is five years later or everything is four years later. He had to live in that struggle to get to that point. So no, nobody wants to be homeless with no with, with a shitty no parents and no and and on this ability and not knowing what to do with it. So the fact that these people gave him a home, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you, Chris. And this is something you could agree or disagree with. You no matter who, it could, it could have been that family, it could have been another family. Someone's gonna find a place for this dude to live and play football. Exactly. Someone was. I know. Exactly. So, so, so what is it? But, so what is it that you guys think they took because they try because they are What's taking it? advantage right. of the fact that this is a kid that is not their blood and sternly. You can you can go in harder than me. What, but what, this is what? this is a kid that is not theirs. Someone that 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 they profited off of. Now that they have tried to use, it's not like, hey, Michael Orr, everything is yours dude, and whatever. Um, dude, you are. What? You are he can defend to live in their house if he wasn't all American. Leaps and bounds of assumptions that have no fact. These, these aren't assumptions. So, so they just, so they just picking up a five them, nine kid. The they just family up, and the kids in that family literally saw him as a brother. The, did you even know that the son of the of the family moved to Baltimore to live with Chris, him while he was with the Ravens I, and be close because they were like brothers? Can I ask you a question? Like, like, come ask you a question, on, man. Chris? You're just saying Here, shit because it, a it's a narrative I, that you wanted to No, be. it doesn't fit in there. I'm asking you a question. If he's 5'9 and doing hard and they still saw him down the street, they picking him up? No, of course They picking not. him up? That has nothing to do with anything. He is a meal ticket, That's bro. He is dude. a. I had a. I, look, look, look. So, you, you I, 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 I had a home, hold on, wait, wait, wait. You think, I that, you think they were had, grifting on his NFL checks? Well, I mean, bro, come people, on. What do you think they took from him? Like, that was like 20 was, years ago. Like what, what they took from I'll, him. Their family has everything. They owe him everything. They didn't I'll need anything you. except for him to play ball for the program. I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait till y'all are done. I'll wait till y'all are done. And I'll tell you. Except for him to play ball. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. So. During Michael Orr's recruitment phase, okay, this was in 04, 05, okay, Ole Miss obviously is who we signed with. Memphis was the next school that they had interest in. North Carolina State was the third, and Tennessee was the fourth, okay? This dude was 40 – he was ranked number 48 nationally. He was a four-star athlete, uh, number two in the state, and number seven overall offensive tackle. The The, the point I want to make here is this. I think there was, pro- there were, there was a lot of good intention with the twoies at first, Right. But it's crazy how what money does to people. And I'm not yeah. making Michael yeah. Ower. I'm not guys, putting Michael Ower. Hold on. Let me finish. I'm not making I'm not saying he's dollars. Right? I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm not saying he's innocent. But what I'm saying is it's never enough money. That's why you that's why we are we're poor. Hold on. Don't let me finish. That's why a lot of the American public is poor. Interest rates are going up through the roof and the American government is taking all our fucking money. Because it's never a fucking enough. And you I can sit there and say that. So anyway, let me finish. I go, I go back. I go back to. I go back to. They took his innocence. They took his innocence in terms of making a, a really solid decision. Because listen, when you're in captivity, and yes, I will call the jungle. It's it's a it's a sort of bondage. It's a sort of captivity. There's a lot of there's a lot of general. You asked a question. You asked a question. I'm telling you. I said Michael Orr is not absolved, but at that age, they took his innocence to make a solid decision. Because you have situations like Jimmy Butler in the league, other star what, athletes what in the league. What did they take? They he gave him a home and a, and a Chris, Chris, this is not how you grew up, buddy. 
This is this is black. This is African American bondage, and you can sit there and look all, up all what crazy if you want to. But this shit bro. is real. This shit is I'm real. This, no hold on, let me finish. God damn, let me finish. He was never taught how to balance a fucking checkbook. He never knew what when his fucking next meal was gonna you come. You don't know anything about what they taught him or didn't teach him. Before he got there, listen to him before talk. He there, before was, he before got was, to the Tuies, before he got to the Tuies, okay. Was so, than so, so, when, when the Tuies take him, so when the Tuies take him, he's supposed to just know. He's supposed to know how to balance his fucking checkbook. He's supposed to know how to make all these solid decisions. As come on, what the kid. fuck point are you even making right here? There's this is nonsense. You're on one I'm side. Of, on one side, you're trying to say he was. You don't want to get it because you want to believe in narrative, Chris. You don't want to believe it. I'm literally trying to understand what is the issue here. But you keep listen. This is what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing is it was so much worse before he met the Tuies, but yet at the same time it was much worse because he was now being taken advantage of. Once he's not, he no, 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 right. no, 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 he Great. still has oh, a right to make a sound decision. What right, what right did he, he have taken Chris. away from him? Chris, well, Chris, according Chris, to you, Chris, according Chris, to you, Chris. that his his fame and fortune came because of the Tuies got took him off the side of the road. Chris. That's what you're saying. Not at Chris, all. I, you, I'm saying no, hold on, hold on, they put hold on, him in a wait, privileged wait, wait, position to focus on going that route. They gave look, him look, the look, opportunity. Look, look. He didn't even have to sleep in a dorm. He had he Chris, lived in a Chris, mansion Chris, and had a Chris. family right there with him. Chris, you're you're confusing. He's not suing that he was living. taking it. Listen, no, you guys don't even understand listen, the case. Listen real quick. He's not. Hold up. No. Let me just say this one point. He's not suing because he was taken advantage of. He's suing because he he claims he was misled that he's a legal member of the family. He has no beef with how he was treated or anything that was taken from him or any of these things. He says he was lied to and told he was a legal member of the family and he's not actually a legal member of the family. That is the biggest bunch of bullshit ever. If he had a problem with how money was you handled, just validated was everything treated, I just said. You just validated yes. it. You just validated it. Yes. If he's saying, if he's saying that he wasn't a legal member of the family, I know a lot of business deals, the transactions that go down in terms of like what we're seeing, where someone, why would you do a conservatorship? Why wouldn't you just adopt the motherfucker? Because he was over eighteen, and in the state of Alabama or Mississippi, whatever it was, you can't. You know what he could have done? 18. That's what he could have done. He could have got his last name to Tui. If it was like really that motherfucking big Wrong. deal. Wrong. Am I wrong? Oh, he's suing. Are over you telling feelings. me that's not an option? He's suing over feelings, bro. That's what he's suing. Okay, over. so Michael Chris. Lord, well, he's a piece okay, of shit because he's, you know, and he was never taken advantage of. If he was suing because he was taken advantage of, you might have a case right. here. But you're projecting he, he that. He is. He's not. He's suing because his feelings are hurt. Chris, let me ask you this. Chris, let let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let's say in another world, you're this dope ass, you're this dope ass, whatever. Yes, read concerned. Do what do what shotgun's telling everybody to do. Yeah. But Chris, let me ask you this. Let me say, let me let's let's say that you are Michael Orr. You're not black, you're whatever. You, it doesn't fucking matter the color. Let's just say that you go through all this and a family, a family has used you. Can we agree that the, the family used him as a no, as a as a not. stepping stool? Yeah. How not? Because they, dude, they gave him a fucking house and a family to live in. Do you in know who this family is if Michael Orr doesn't go live with them? Does the movie Blind Side get, get made? We, we were already hundreds of millions of dollars. They could have made a movie about whatever the fuck Chris, they wanted to. You got to agree with you, that. You guys See, want look, this so badly to be a racial thing. 
I just see it as Chris. Why can't, why can't <laughs> any joke everywhere? Here's a question. No, no, here's a question. But no, because I'd really no. try to. I, I really try to look at these social issues as like. I'm, I'm a black. Issue, hold on. Can, can just let me say this real quick? I don't make everything about race. I come from the South. That's where I grew up. So if you, if you haven't lived in the South, you, it's hard to really understand yeah, like what it's like day to day. It really is until you've been there. Really, and, and race you know is a, such a complain about their day to day. Let me go like ahead. Whore. I'm sure Can, Candace Owens, uh, fucking Barack Obama probably didn't. Um, it, it, <laughs> Michael Ahor isn't complaining about how he was treated. But, it, but now, we're not saying that he is. We're deep down he is, Chris. You're, but you're you trying to make time. all these social issues and all these dynamics. I don't do that. For it. You can't say all because I'm not. Yeah. I don't do that. I'm gonna be honest that. with you. I think this is just about you guys are projecting a bunch of different things into it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think that this is all about the proceeds from the film. You know, yes. He didn't get in. Like, I think, like, like Chris, like Chris, they they have a clause in there. The reason why he's mad, and you you made your point, but you know the reason why he's mad is because they're using the statement that you made as a way to keep him getting some proceeds from that film. No, that's that's okay. all. It so is. hold on, that's what, Chris. Go, no, 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 no matter what you know about the film industry, that's not what's at hand here. What's that's at hand here is he's mad. Listen, you're not. No, no listen. Always, Chris. Chris listen, listen. Never. Be, yes, listen because you're Chris. not. Yeah. Because you're not listening to the point. You're well, making let, your point, but you're let, not listening to the okay, point. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold all right, let Chris go and then Russ go. Sterling, you should have started barking too. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, All right, Chris. I don't need the to. Father is already on record stating that the money they got amounted to a few hundred thousand dollars that was divided up by the four family members and Michael Ahor. They all got equal shares on a number of payments that came from it. That's one. That's easy to prove and demonstrate. So if he was going after royalties from the movie, the lawsuit. Have you seen? Have you seen the, the breakdown of that money? Have you? Have, no, 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 no. Have you it, seen it? As I stated, it's easy to prove one way or the other. So if the claim is invalid, then it's an easy thing to go after and expose that that they got more than I got. So that's there. But until somebody's proven that that's what the books say, the the public statement is everybody got an equal share. Number one. Number two. To think that they got some big haul on that movie and, and, and not and not some royalty chunk off of it and most of that money went to the fucking studios and Sandra Bullock, you guys are out of your damn minds. That's they, they their their royalties were probably a fraction of what the actual movie made and the entire studio we'll got. That. And then they divided it I'm up five gonna, ways. I'm not I'm not the guy ran through point. his NFL money and looked for the next I'm not, I'm not, now, I'm here and I'm gonna say this. Now the father of the family said that, that each family member got fourteen K from the movie now i don't know that you know so he, he mentioned that there was a couple payments so i think yeah. there was more than one 14 one more than oh, one, no 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 he said he said it was a flat what 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 i heard what was reported was that it was a flat 14 per family member so um then you know they were like oh you know they got 30 million off of the off of the movie and stuff like that and then you know there's a um a sports agent that's talking about your, your name, image, and likeness, and she's like, you know, what if he didn't get paid off this? 
here's here's Man. the underlying thing with the movie if michael O'Hor got fucked in the movie uh, on any of the proceeds on any of the money and all of that that's on his representation and his agents because he was already in the nfl when that movie was put into development and got released his name as a star in the nfl was part of what sold that movie so the people that fucked him on any contracts and agreements for the money and the profits of the movie would have been his own representation and management that handled those deals or sure in the, in the nfl and then here, here's where here's where you draw the line this is where you draw the line i was gonna ask chris i'm gonna let you, I'm gonna yeah. start, I'm gonna let you go because i just have this to say chris Chris, because I want Sterling to get his shit off. Chris, one, why do you think they felt comfortable fucking him over, even if it was management or the or the other two a family? Why do you think they felt comfortable fucking him over? He's black, and then uh, and he's an athlete that they can hold, take advantage hold, of. Hold on, and that no. the and, people and, in these and, businesses, uh, both sports management and Hollywood, don't give a fuck what color you are. They give a fuck what they can take from you, all of it. And if sure. and, and and if your profile makes it easier to take something from you. All the more they're going to take it from you. I, I will legit. I will. What was his profile built point. off of? And we, we can wrap this up. I'll make well, ahead, a, a, a couple last points. Yeah. One, I see where you're coming from, Chris. But if you look in the in the music industry, they do prey on African American males because they are not they they don't understand business like some others do. Okay. When you look and at my lowest tuition, when you, I would argue they're actually preying on the demographic of the audience, which so is black. Up, okay. Okay. Come on. Some but, things are. Yeah, some it's things black, crazy black. Some <laughs> things. <laughs> yes, but they're preying on all demographics, and you're using the demographic to prey on the demographic. That's the point. Okay. Like, My point is this: sometimes there is race implications. Still racist. I'm not saying the two. I'm not saying the twoies are racist. Here, here's where I draw the line. If they the twoies at any point in this time when he was going to Ole Miss and encouraged him, propelled him to go to Ole Miss. Rather than him making his own decision because he was a pressionable kid, I think I think that's probably where we need to have a conversation. Michael Orr, as an adult, blowing his money—that's on him. And if he wants yes. to come out now and, and come up and not fabricate, like I said, there's there's truth in the middle. So maybe everything he's saying probably isn't true. Well, but I would also say that he was influenced in some ways where he was kind of taken advantage of a little bit. That's then the point I'm making. After them for that, that's the point I'm making, which is a mistreatment. Now I, they probably I, I was in agreement for that than there is. I was told yeah. I was a real family member. Yeah, and that's but, just, but that's the same. That's heartbreaking. But that's the, just, really, it's heartbreaking like, to an individual. But like, you're, you're, no. but, but, but I'm not saying yes. Let me let me treat me like a real family member. If so, that piece of paper doesn't mean just like hold up. And I got and I got a joke to end the show with. But just like that is a strategic move. Just like not knowing or knowing what the fuck is in the contracts and shit. That that too is a strategic move, bro. So like you can't use both and be like, well, one's okay, and then the other's like he's using a strategic move right now, just yeah. like they used a strategic move on him. I don't think they used it as a strategic move. I just think it was all good and fun until you know, like I said, facts. He's got all facts. this money. If they got all this money, it it shouldn't matter what the the so, little stupid ass blindside movie produced, yeah. right? Like if they got all this money, the problem is on one side it's never enough, and then you got a kid who who probably didn't do his homework, who probably didn't you know really like really dig into his situation, kind of figure things out, and he got taken advantage of a little bit, but he was profited with so much and an opportunity, but he was already making that right. So at the same time, they're both at fault. That's my point. And sometimes. I'm not saying the twoies are racist, but you can look at countless amount of situations when it comes to sports and money that people are. are taken advantage of. And so, mo mostly 
They're African American. You're white people from Mississippi. That's all like, I'm saying. Like, Gerard, like Chris, Gerard. Chris, Chris, Chris right, you, cool. you're, you're different. They're white people from Mississippi. They're more than likely 85. percent They're probably racist. Like my family comes from Mississippi. They're probably racist, Chris. I'm gonna tell you, they're probably racist. Probably don't give a fuck about no black people. There's so racist. As long as you can do no, something. No, no, no. If you're in Mississippi, hold on, hold on. Let, go, let me finish. Let, Chris, go ahead. No, they're sports racists. As long as you can do something for them on the field, they're going to treat you like gold. As soon as you can't do something for right. them, then you just become another asshole. Yeah. Yep. And they probably use a different word. Yeah. 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 With that but hard, so if I get, if if I get Sir Sterling to sign a conservatorship and I put him in a mansion, give him three cars to drive, and then Sports Sushi blows up into a billion dollar podcast, do I not win? That would that would be a good comparison. If they were if they were taking a part of his NFL money, they didn't take any money from him that he was making in the NFL. That's not part of his complaint that that they took any money for him. And even the movie part isn't part of his complaint against the family. But you know what they should have done? They should have said, Michael, because of what you've gone through and we've helped you on this journey. We love you as our own. Just take whatever the blind side makes you just take it. That's what they should have done. They should have never split that money up. That's what they yes, should do. Because, okay, like, if I was dealing with you three and I had two hundred fifty million, remember he was already in the NFL at that time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, we're talking about the family right. spending fourteen right. grand hey. each when everybody involved well, was making Boogie millions says, of dollars. Hey, Boogie Boogie says, right, Boogie let's go. Let's go. Wrap it up, So I'm gonna end the show like this. You better follow all of us. You better follow y'all southern niggas disgust me. But fuck, fuck you too, ghost, because you you from where I'm not gonna say fuck where you from because I ain't trying to have niggas come after me. Right. But shit, I'm gonna end the show like this. Follow we're all of the us show. at what DJ Slow. We're not, we're not ending the show. We got oh, 30 minutes. I thought you said we have five minutes Bro, left. We're ending the second. We're going to the next shit. We got yeah, let's just we go. Got let's more do show it. To do. Oh, speed shit. We're gonna speed through it. My yeah. bad. We got the Sterling Power 10 rankings. I, I was ready to get that dad joke off like a motherfucker. Yo, look. All right, look. Let's get into the, this fucking. Hey, <laughs> look. All right, so that was a good. That, I ain't gonna lie. That was a good one, Chris. It was. I, I, it really, I was, it I was really. I was really debating on really putting that in there, and then I was like, I said, man, I don't know if we're gonna have enough time, but goddamn it, we made it. So, uh, good kudos to Chris for uh, dropping that uh, that segment in here. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and get to the. NFL Power Rankings, Sterling Power Rankings has made its return, the first one of this sports year. So what do we got here, Sterling? Oh, yeah, man. So first of all, I'm pumped to do the Power Rankings again. I can't wait to do the film reviews when the season starts, so we're going to be doing that. But for now, we're going to start up with these Power Rankings. So at the number 10 spot, I got the Miami Dolphins coming in at number 10. I probably will have them a little higher, but we have an injury to Jalen Ramsey. They're saying that he's going to come back in December. I have questions about their offensive line, and if if the offensive line is not playing well, I think Tua uh, might not make it through the entire season. At number nine, I got the L.A. Chargers. Now, the L.A. Chargers are always one of the teams that have one of the best uh, rosters in the league. Um, they've been kind of quiet this offseason, which is good. You know, I, I do think uh, they'd be higher if they had a better coach. I think uh, Staley is – he's trash. Um, so, you know, they're, they're at number nine. I would like to see how Khalil Mack comes into form. What can Quentin Johnson do? They picked him up in the first round of the NFL draft. I felt like they should have gotten – uh, Zay Flowers. But anyway, so the Chargers are number nine. At the number eight spot, we got the Baltimore Ravens coming in to play here. <clears throat> um, the Ravens, listen, man, I, I, they always have a strong roster. They're well coached. 
Um, Lamar Jackson actually coming back is going to help them. Uh, we're not talking about how good Mark Andrews is enough. I think he's one of the best tight ends in the league. He's top two, top three, if you really, really want Also, um, Zay Flowers has been killing folks, okay? He's not – and Odell Beckham Jr. is kind of washed. All right, let's be honest there. But Zay Flowers is killing folks. So if you haven't taken him in your fantasy teams, uh, you need to find a way to get him because he is going to be legit. Um, at number seven, I have the New York Jets here. Um, they're they're going to have one of the top three defenses in the league. Uh, with uh, the signing of Dalvin Cook, I don't think he really moves him in terms of a wins perspective, but I do think he solidifies the room. He's still nursing a, surger, a shoulder injury along with Brees Hall, who is coming back from an ACL, although he was cleared this week. The biggest problem with the Jets is the offensive line. They they have three. Um, they only have probably one position on offensive line solidified. The rest of four are pretty much um, they're up in air. So you got Elijah Vera Tucker, who's coming off an injury, who was their best lineman last year. Makai Becton, uh, he has not lived up to his 2020 draft status. So I have the Jets um, here at number seven. Uh, and number six, now some, some of y'all will say the Bengals, uh, this is too low. I don't say that because, you know, not because I hate the Bengals because I'm being a hater, but I do I do think that Joe Burrow not being available during training camp due to a calf injury, I think that's huge. And you also have to remind yourselves that they are replenishing their entire secondary in the back end. There are two safeties, uh, Von Bell and uh, um, Jesse Bates are, are now gone. So you got Mike Hilton. You, you're, you're throwing in a, a first-round pick from two years ago. Um, the kid from Michigan, uh, Daxon Hill. And so they have questions in the secondary. Um, I think I still think they have uh, no O-line depth. I think that's still a real problem with the Bengals here. At number five, you got the Cowboys. I think this is probably going to be one of the top five defenses in the league. They got two shutdown corners. Uh, I, I, I really like the, the, them drafting uh, Mozzie Smith. Um, the, the problem here is, you know, they have a rock star roster, but what can Dak Prescott do to take this team to the next level. I think a lot of it, if they want to make it to the NFC Championship game or, or get past the division around, I think it all starts with Dak Prescott. Um, so I think that's why they're here at number five. At number four, I got my Bills, the Buffalo Bills here at number four. Uh, I think they had a, a quietly good offseason. I think you know a lot of, a lot of pundits and analysts are putting them uh, on a tick down, but I think what they've added to the offensive line, Osiris Torrance, I'm not saying he's going to be a star, but I think he's going to be a plug-and-play guard. Um, and then the emergence of Dalton Kincaid and Josh Allen and a, and a real running game with James Cook, I think that's going to be really good here. Let's see how they do in the regular season against some of these top teams, the top defenses. Sean McDermott is supposed to be an aggressive defensive uh, play caller. We're going to see real quick what that looks like. At number three, we got the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you know, I have them here just because I love their roster. But I think we put a lot of uh, – we gave – we're giving, you know, Jalen Hurts his flowers. I, I need to see him do it again. He only had 21 touchdown passes for as much as people are talking about how he's one of these great passers. He's going to be one of the best uh, quarterbacks in the league in the top three above guys like Josh Allen and, and Herbert. I got to see more from a passing perspective because I think teams now have the book on you. And so how are they going to rise to the occasion? And they're playing in kind of on a, a weak NFC at number two, you got San Francisco 49ers. I think Javon Hargrave on the defense line is going to be a huge addition along with Brock Purdy coming back from injury. Um, you know, the problem with the 49ers is, you know, they get to the playoffs and it's like, 
injuries take place or something happens, can Nick Bosa be healthy for an entire season or when it really matters the most in the playoffs? Um, you know, George Kittle is another one there, but I, I love their safety in Hufanga. Um, they, they got some really, really, really nice pieces. They're solid linebacker with uh, Fred Warner, one of the best linebackers in the league. And that number one spot, I got the Kansas City Chiefs here. And reason I'm not saying that they have the best roster in the league, but they do have some holes. So if you look at the the on that defense, you know, you look at the defensive line, like outside of Chris Jones, who do they have as a, a viable pass rusher? I think they have a hole at left tackle because uh, another guy from the University of Oklahoma went into the Bengals. Uh, I think that leaves a hole with the Chiefs there. They, I forgot who they got in to replace him, but he wasn't as good. Um, you know, what I want to see with the Chiefs is how can Patrick Mahomes navigate a, a list of receivers that really haven't done anything in the league? Um, I know they kind of, you know, got through it last year, but again, they kind of fell into the number one seed and, and made their way to the playoffs and Mahomes heroics, et cetera. But he's still nursing that ankle injury. I don't know if you guys have heard that. So right now, because they're the champs, I have to give them the number one seed with the best player in the league on their roster. Uh, Travis Kelsey is still, he's still a baller and I don't see, foresee him uh, losing a step anytime soon. So right now they are the best team in the league and that is the power rankings for preseason week two. Bang. That shit was fucking awesome, cuz. Go Cowboys. I think I think he was hating. No, we should be number four, and y'all should be number five. <laughs> he got the hat. On I got the duck. Uh, yeah, you we'll know see. We'll I, I, see. I, 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 you got the hat on top you know, of the head. I, hey, I really do oh, try to go in that and be I'm like, not be a homer. I try to not be a homer. No, 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 no. It's it's it's. No, hey, man. I think it's the year. Yeah, let's break it to the Sterling top ten power rankings. All right, so. <laughs> so for the first time, Saints don't fucking disappoint me. So look, let's go ahead and <laughs> let's let's go ahead and uh talk about uh our takeaways from preseason one. Uh who looked good? Um let's talk about our respective teams. So you know that way we kind of keep it in the scope. Yeah. Um I'ma say I'll be real quick. Uh because Cowboys week one, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but preseason is not necessarily something where I evaluate the teams, I evaluate individual talent. Mm-hmm. On Shout out. I like what I see. I'll give you more as we go on. But Deuce Vaughn right now is my focus. I like what I see with Deuce Vaughn. I'm fucking with it. And I'm not saying this because of hype, but it might be because of the hype, but he reminds me of like a fucking Darren Sproles. Well, I mean, he went to Kansas State. So that's not yeah, that's not that's yeah, not far fetched yeah. at all. He is he, 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 he there's he, a reason why Kansas State recruited him. Yeah. Small, shifty, yeah. fast. Bro. If he Boogie, guess what? Same motherfucker. He's yeah. just not as he's not as stocky down low as yeah, Darren Sproles was, which which yeah. may change with some with some time. Yeah, but some as far season. as oh, I'm sorry for the people out there, Cowboys. You're not really in depth with it. Number forty nine, Stevenson, tight end. We might have got one. Mozzie might Mozzie Smith might be the next Indomitian Sue. Shout out to Sterling uh, for that one because he might be the next Indomitian Sue. So you were the one that said he's nasty. Um, he showed that. I uh, want to see a little bit more from Jalen Tolbert, but as far as everything else is concerned, not really too much worried about the Cowboys have to show me what they got uh, after Thanksgiving. I'm just going to say this right now. Um, you know, Derek Carr looked real good. It was it was refreshing to see a, a quarterback that had some rhythm and kind of, you know, go through his reads very smooth, very fast. Uh, the offense really moved the ball, and it was refreshing to see, but – that ain't what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is Sterling, brother. I remember we did the, the draft, not this past draft, but the last one. And nigga, you was right. He said your best pick on the fucking draft is Alante Taylor. And at the time, I was confused because we had 
a lot of cornerbacks. And I was like, well, who the fuck is going to be? It's the it's fucking Elante Taylor, all right? <laughs> him and him and Marshawn Lattimore, aka the fucking ghetto twins. That all I got. Super gremlins. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I will say to that shout out Sterling again. Y'all need to listen to us about that motherfucking draft. Because on top of that, Sterling got his shout out. Hey, I you know me, I'm type of nigga to say. Hooray for me. I told y'all about Pickens. I've been talking about Pickens. Yeah, what are they finally bro. talking about? Pickens can be more talented than Justin Jefferson. Pickens is a fucking dog. Pay attention to us with the draft because you're about these futures. What else yeah. we got, Boogie? Because I think uh, it's time. No, Sterling got to say he's Yeah, so, oh, so okay. let, me, let me say something about Lante Taylor real quick. You know, he's, he's from what I remember, he's like six foot one, University of Tennessee, uh, with ball skills, lanky, um, you know, he could play, he could play man and he could play uh zone corner. Um, I do like his physicality at the catch point in terms of like, uh, you know, pass breakups and stuff like that. So I always thought that Alante Taylor would be a good pro. So it's really nice to see him coming to his own. Uh, I did get to watch um, the Saints game and, and Derek Carr, I think, you know, if, if we're honest, like, in the NFC South, I mean, the Saints could win the division real easily because there's nothing else there. You just yeah, need solid quarterback play. So you yeah. should be happy. I almost put them in the top ten, but I couldn't. I couldn't justify putting them in over the Dolphins. Right? But I will say this. I got to show I will say this. I will say this, Sterling. Before you give your Bills take, hey Boogie, I'm on your ass the whole season, Baker, <laughs> Baker, Tampa Baker. Yeah, you don't um, look like it right now. But go ahead, go ahead. What, what, so, what so bills, as, as far as far as the bills go, um, I really like what I saw out of Osiris Torrance. I mean, he played 17 snaps and was solid each snap. I mean, you know, one of the knocks on him coming out of college was his pass protection, his pass pro. Uh, but he was violent with his hands. Uh, he he was he he had displacement in the run game in terms of moving people out of the way. Uh, another guy that I really liked um, for the Bills was. Um, you know, I really like how they use 12 personnel and it's not a person, but this is just a formation that they actually were dedicated to that. Boogie Basham played well. Um, and Andy Isabella, you know, for a guy who was a castaway from uh, the Arizona Cardinals, I think the Bills are really talking about making him uh, a mainstay in that in the wide receiver room. So we'll see. But if a hot, if you need a hot take this week, I'm t- if you're a Bills fan. Osiris Torrance will win the starting job starting this Saturday against the Steelers. Watch and see. All right. So before we go over uh, to the the next segment, I just want to ask, you know, there's two oh, new man, editions. I was, I was getting it all out. There's two new editions in the AFC East. And, um, you know, one is Zeke uh, with the Pats and the other is Dalvin Cook uh, with the Jets. So my question is this, and I know we, uh, Sterling kind of touched on it uh, within the, uh, the countdown, um, how this might affect the division. I don't think it really impacts the Pats uh, that much. I, I still have them finishing fourth uh, in the division. But about Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. um, why do you think teams stayed away from him as long as they did and, and were more hesitant to kind of sign yeah, so the problem with Dalvin Cook, he's a six-year veteran, okay? So he's coming into his, uh, I think, seventh year now. Uh, he's 27 years old. He's got a lot of wear and tear um, in terms of, like, how much he's run the ball, his production in college, the pros. Um, I think if you look at an all-time list of active running backs, I think he comes in at number five uh, in terms of total carries. Um, so, you know, the Vikings really made him a focal point on the offense, and they run him to the ground. If you look at his uh, yards per carry and expected yards per rush, he was near the bottom of the league, uh, ranked number 32 in the league. That's not going to cut it. 
And then you look at the fact of what he was, his contract demands were, right? So you know he was wanting the bag, and he went to a situation where, like, they don't need Dalvin to produce every single week. Like, they just need him to supplement the run game while Brees Hall gets healthy. Mm-hmm. So he, he's a veteran presence. He's a guy that can pick up on an offense. He can pass protect, uh, you know, from the running back position. And he can catch the ball in the backfield. So I understand the move for the Jets, but people aren't really spending money unless your name is Christian McCaffrey, right, he, who's, in my opinion, is the best back in the league. Derrick Henry, to an extent, I think he, you know, we talk about his downfall, but he's still producing at a high level. But I, if you're not those guys, really, or Nick Chubb, it's really hard to demand uh, such a great contract. So you're looking at a player. He's a good player. He used to be elite. So you're kind of paying for the name. He's on the decline, but I still think he's a solid player. So that's why we saw uh, what we saw. And he's coming back from a, uh, he had shoulder surgery, too. So he's really yeah. not available. Yeah. Sign him. He's not even playing right now. So we don't even know when he's actually going to suit up for the Jets. They're probably going to nurse him until week one, or you probably see him in the third preseason game for maybe a series or two, or or they might just throw him out week one against Buffalo. So that's kind of why the market was kind of dried up for uh, Dalvin Cook. All right. You got anything you want to add to that, um, Russ? Uh, no, I just, you know, they ain't trying to pay running backs right now. So that's that. And from the Dallas fans, we miss you, Zeke, bro. Like, I, It's kind of weird seeing him leave for <laughs> real, for real. But Oh, yeah, and for the fantasy players out there, you might want to watch out picking the Ron J. Stevenson because them end zone, there's red zone carries going down. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. for sure. All right. So let's go ahead and get into the segment. Next segment, mine's your favorite. It is the either or. Yes, sir. Either or. Oh, you already let's know. Get let's get top it. Five. Oh, by the way, top five uh, WWE intros of all time. We're going to jump it off. Oh, you didn't know? Well, your ass better ask somebody. So, yeah, so today, either or, I got two of the greatest defensive uh, line players to ever touch a motherfucking football. Neither of them won an NFL championship, but both of them are the two best. We got Julius Peppers or... J.J. Watt. Oh, let's get it going because I know my Houston fans are going to be like, oh, I'm going to let y'all go first. You know, like uh, like yes. I always do, I'm going to let y'all go first. I'm going to say it like this. You do not have a team already prepared. You do not have a coach. You have nothing. You are a GM. You got to pick a player, and you got to hope that player carries you where you need to go. Who do you want? One, two, three, go. Peppers. Ooh. All right, who, who going first? I said it. Peppers. He said it. He didn't even waste You, you want Peppers? Didn't even hesitate. Yeah. Didn't even hesitate. Okay. I'm gonna I'll go add, JJ Watt. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Why would I went Julius Peppers? And yes, it's biased. Okay, it's biased. All right, <laughs> it's very biased. When I <laughs> when I see this nigga on ESPN, I said, "Oh, this nigga hoop and play football in college." Let me go ahead and pay attention to this dude here. So, yeah. um, and and this, and, so when I started playing football, man, I I got a big ass stack of ESPN magazines and like from somewhere I don't know where, but I just had a big stack of them and one of the articles was it was about julius peppers so up until you know the uh, the texans had their uh their, their uh first fans um not fans draft first uh ever nfl draft it was out of david carr and julius peppers mm-hmm. i was in julius peppers camp i wanted jp to line up for the texans you know they went Carr, carolina went jp and you know how that went yeah um i know jj is a 
fucking beast on the D-line going up in Houston, um, living in Houston. Monster. You just know. Anywhere on the line, you can even sometimes have him on the outside where he's standing up, uh, where he doesn't have his hand in the dirt. But the same thing can't be said for Julius Peppers. Mm -hmm. But I just personally, I love the fact how Julius Peppers came off the edge. And as a Saints fan, you always had to watch for this motherfucker. You got to watch a lot of Julius. Yeah, and but you got, got to watch a lot of JJ. You got to watch a lot of JJ too. You as you, you got yeah, you got to watch. Both. I mean, the, yeah. the either or is, is is so neck and neck. So that's why I oh, love. Yeah. I love. But this, this there's another thing about this either or parlay. Sterling go the the reason why I chose these two guys because these two guys are the ones that proved no matter how, how good you are on defense, you need a fucking quarterback. That is true. Go ahead, Sterling. Yeah, go ahead. Neither. Yeah, both yeah, Rex Gross, uh, Rex Grossman and whoever the fuck was playing for the Texans. Listen, I'm a big fan of Julius Peppers. Uh, I think he's more probably one of the best athletes to ever play on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but when I when you look at like pure dominance from a position, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to pass on JJ Watt. Man, this dude was an absolute man child for years, yeah, right? Like, and and you know, there was a time where you look at who he had on his defense. They he they really didn't have nothing but JJ Watt, mm-hmm. right? Julius Peppers kind of always had guys that supplemented him. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that doesn't take away from indiv- that doesn't take away necessarily from ind- individual greatness. They're both great in their own right. But if I, I one's making it to the Hall of Fame, one's not, right? And, and mm. the one that's making it, I think, is is uh, JJ Watt. Well, JJ's definitely going to Hall of Fame, but you don't think JP going to make it? Yeah, I, I got both of them going in, but yeah, man. I think they both make it. You think you, you, you think they both make it in? I think. Well, JJ, I'll make I'll make my point in a second, in. but I think they're both going. Yeah, in. I think they both yeah. go though. I do think they both go. But JJ both is, is, is a, no. As soon as JJ uh, JJ is available, he's going. He's the first ballot. We're talking. Yeah. we're talking about. There's literally only three guys. If I got it right, there's probably only three guys yeah. that were better than them. We're talking uh, Warren Sapp. Reggie, Reggie White, and Aaron Donald. Like after that, I don't think you can find two other defensive linemen that are better than JJ Watt and Julius Peppers. And if I'm wrong, and there's some old school cat, yeah, but me, get, but getting curse uh, when his run, it wasn't Javon Curse is not better than either of these guys. Well, I, I thought he had a good, uh, a pretty good run. He um, had a great run, but he's not better than yeah. these guys. He's, you know, he's great statistically, oh, statistically, JJ Watt. Uh, oh, Bruce, I forgot. Julius Peppers beats him statistically, right? Like, but that's only, oh, well, can I say this? Because I made, I was going to say longevity plays a part in that. I, sure. JJ, by the way, is my pick, by the way, because I, I believe that there's only like three dudes better at playing defensive line than JJ Watt. Like, I only think Reggie, uh, Reggie White, I just said him, Reggie White, Aaron Donald, Donald, and, 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 uh, and Warren Sapp. Those are only, only three guys in the history of the NFL I would take. Over JJ Watt, like JJ Watt, along with you know the he played in less amount of time than Julius Peppers. He got three AP Defensive Player of the Years, six All Pros. They both have six All Pros, five Pro Bowls to Julius Peppers, nine Pro Bowls. JJ Watt to me, and one of my friends from Houston tells me this story all the time. And we watch the game, but when he breaks it down, he's like, "We watch JJ Watt go on a playoff game, score a touchdown, get the most sacks." Force fumbles. I believe he got an interception. Yep. He and did literally everything you could do to win the game. With yeah. lesser talent, and he still lost. We continuously saw JJ Watt 
J.J. Watt was like Aaron Donald before Aaron Donald got Matt Stafford. If J.J. Watt would have ever got his Matt Stafford, he probably would have won a bowl. But he could never get his Matt Stafford. But he did. I'm talking about outside, inside. It didn't matter. J.J. Watt was literally for a time being, he was the best defensive line player we've ever seen for his time playing. He was. Until Aaron Donald came about and made his presence felt. And he was like, whoa, damn. This motherfucker right here. It was J.J. Water bust. And Julius Peppers, I believe, is great. The longevity is awesome. But if you ask me to pick, give me J.J. Watt 100 times out of 100. Because even even um, Julius, he moved around. And I feel sorry for both of them not having quarterbacks. But J.J., just it's just something about that motherfucker right there, bro. It's something <laughs> about it. Just, I, like, if you were to tell me we playing against Julius Peppers and, oh, and J.J. Watt, I don't believe Strahan is better any of these guys and the reason why is because like he was a game disruptor but y'all forget like the teams that he won on lt wasn't an end he's an outside backer outside linebacker but like if you remember the teams that strahan was on that nascar front line yeah was crazy no yeah if you ocu manura tuck justin tuck Mm -hmm. but if you look at the texans it was him and Clowney who really didn't want to do nothing. But well, right. no, it, it was him, um, Vince. And oh yeah, had, Vince Wilford for a while. You had uh, Whitney Merciless that was uh, having a, a career because JJ was seeing all the double teams. JJ was seeing right, all the double right. teams. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you watch, and we can talk. I you talk. You can talk shit all day, but if you watch some old Houston games, it was like JJ or bust, bro. Like. Yeah. John Randall did, but John Randall not fucking with AJ with JJ though. Well, when like, JJ had had a, had a quarterback, it was um, Deshaun, and you know they almost uh, beat the uh, the, the Chiefs. And Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, we know, and you know, Bill O'Brien's you know poor clock management skills, game management skills cost him that game. But um, Bill O'Brien was trying to get back to England while he had jobs, and he was like, "If I fuck up enough, I'll end back up with Bill somewhere." Dude. <laughs> Hey, right. Hey, look at this though. So in in his in uh JJ Watt's career, so his first <clears throat> five seasons, he didn't miss a game. Then he started getting injured. So the next year he played three games, five games, he played a full season, eight games, full season, seven games, sixteen games. Like if this dude had a, a career where he didn't have any injuries, he would have smashed, I, I'm telling you, smashed the freaking sack record yeah. because this and dude he was uh, julius peppers was consistent for longer yeah a long time and he didn't have JJ. like that the pinnacles of jj watt in his like jj watt was a three-time defensive uh, player the, the flash in the pan where you're just hey, like yeah. damn cool stat cool stat about uh um my man uh julius peppers though that he had 11 career interceptions 11. Yeah, he was crazy but you got he was was insane he a hooper bros he got the ups he can he can you know if you but he when we when we talk about these either ors, we also have to make the point like like Julius Peppers is no shade to him because he was incredible. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Julius Peppers was in fucking incredible. I'm talking. People used to use the Panthers on Madden just for him. Just just for him. And see yeah, the thing, the thing around chasing him. And it might be just the fact that you know, um, my my team played them in division for a while, so you know it was always yeah. a headache. It was always a fucking headache whenever you know you got JJ uh, not JJ uh, Peppers coming off the edge and just right. fucking. Fucking, yeah. fucking shit up. But with JJ, bro, like, don't get me wrong. Like, growing up in, you know, we're living in Houston and watching the Texans, JJ was a different 
put like this. Different. Sean Troy is is listening here. Sean and Shotgun. I remember when that motherfucker got drafted. I was at their house in San Antonio, watching, and <laughs> and I remember when they picked JJ. Uh, I don't. I, I remember it was some groans and some moans because that was like around the same time of Mark Ingram got. That was when Mark Ingram got drafted to the, the Saints. And I remember it was some people in there was like, oh, you know, because it was uh, was it Nick Fairley? Uh, oh yeah, Nick yeah. Fairley with Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. And people Auburn. were they wanted Nick Fairley over JJ. And when they got JJ, it was like, who the fuck is this? And da da da. But. Dude balled out. Yeah, motherfucker came in JJ, and balled out. He balled out. Both of these dudes, ballers. Both of the dudes, one of the greatest, two of the greatest we've ever seen do it, especially in our generation. So that's the either or. Boogie hit him with the roll up and a switch of roof. All right. So we're going to. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our show, man. We're going to We're going to close it out. For oh, you. let me. Hold up, Chris. Don't cut us off because we're going to close it out. Hey, Boogie, can I do your part real quick? Hey, I want all y'all, you know what I'm saying? Hit the like, subscribe, hit that motherfucking bell because you're going to grow the motherfucking show. Shout out to Tay Bands with a motherfucking Z at the end. We're going to get you at the night. And this is the only show that will shout you out. You know what I'm saying? Follow us all on uh, all the all the Instagram, the Twitters. Y'all, give them your shits. And I got a joke to end the show. All right. If you look down, you'll see that our social medias uh, are posted here. But if you're listening yep. and you're listening to audio, you can follow us at Sports Sushi on don't Instagram. Cut me off, Chris. Don't cut us off, Chris. Sports Sushi, mm-hmm. all one word on Twitter, or is it X now? I don't know. Um, it's if you want to, Instagram is Sports underscore Sushi. You want to follow me as DJ Slow Boogie in all forms of social media. Sterling, where can they find you at? I'm at Furrow Sterling on Twitter, CeeloDiHuncho on the TikTok. You already know that it is me, Russ J, a.k.a. Big 30, the truth. Spell it out. You can find me on IG, uh, Instagram. I mean, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Before we close, I want to ask you guys a dad joke for the day. How did Seven get the courage to ask Nine out on a date? He ate her. Yeah, seven eight, ate her? Yes, seven ate her. No, no, no. Seven no, ate nine? No, no, no. Seven got over eight. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah, bitches. <laughs> it's for sushi. We love you. Even if you don't love us. Let's go. Peace. Y'all like that, don't you? <laughs>